eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's a Wednesday podcast for you. Al Dukes down the Jersey Shore. What's up, dude? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, I wanted to uh, start this out, but I don't remember if you were in last week when this was discussed on the podcast or if we did it on the warm-up. There was a story going around that the random people in Florida were getting these seeds delivered to their house. Yes, we talked about this. Yeah, they, they had never ordered. It was just like seeds coming from China, never ordered, and some people actually planted them for whatever reason. Right. And it turned out, I believe, that they were just harmless seeds, but people were wondering why that was happening. Well, now in various parts of the country, people have been receiving uh, masks like the the ones that look like the doctor's masks that people are wearing for coronavirus. Just randomly. Randomly getting a single mask in the mail all over the country. And they finally got to the bottom of what this is. It's uh, these companies in China that they find a cheap product like a mask or seeds. They find people's names and addresses and their Amazon IDs. And they randomly mail these things to these people and then pose as those people and post reviews to Amazon as positive reviews to get more people to buy their product. Really? Yeah. What's Quite the scam thing? The seed thing was the same thing. It's just they find a product that's cheap, like huh. seeds or a, a mask. That's so weird. Send it to random people and then use that person's login to leave a review a positive review because as you know when we look at reviews that's how we decided whether we're going to purchase something or not must be nice how many how how often people steal information like this and then use it for their advantage people are always trying for a scam yes they want the easy way out right i don't like that everything's a scam yeah it certainly feels like it we were talking on the show today about the geo and all his uh the suggestions from the car dealership, $4,000 worth of suggested maintenance that he needed. Almost 5000 Almost $5,000. Ter- I mean, just really awful. Terrible, Jerry. Terrible, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. What else did I ever... So if, you get, uh, if I got seeds in the mail, I would not plant them. If I got a mask in the mail that I didn't solicit, I'd probably throw it right in the trash. Yeah, so would I. I wouldn't trust anything. God knows what right? it was laced with. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm breathing in something that China wants me to breathe in. Right. Don't know if I become like a this like super villain against the United States and trying to be like we got him. Yeah, that's where you're thinking, huh? He breathed in the mask we sent him. He's now a super villain. I like it. I do need tires for my car. Okay. And I know you're a tire guy. When I see cars though, yeah, I sometimes see cars with cool tires, like fat tires. Right. Like what? And then I, when I look at them and it looks cool on certain cars, I go like, why don't I have fat tires? I don't know. Why don't you do it? I don't know. Like, what? uh, They don't even give me the option when I go get tires. They never go, by the way, we have these cool fat tires. (laughs) They just go show you and be like, this is is how tires always go for me. This is what you got on your car now. This is a similar, different brand, but similar item to what you have on your car now. Is that cool? Cool by me. Yeah. 
This next time I'm gonna go. What about fat tires? Okay. Fat tires, Jerry. I don't. How would that look on your car, though? Cool. You think so? See, yeah, I think fat them. tires look really cool on trucks. Yeah, I have seen. Well, fat tires look cool on trucks. They look cool on Jeeps, the yeah. Jeep Wranglers, and I have seen them on uh, the Subaru that I have. Now, just so you know, the fat tires will probably run you five to six hundred each. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm never. I've never seen the fat tires. And you also are going to need new rims for the fat tires that oh, are going to run you more money. It. Right. Oh, so it's so not that's cheap. Why. Yeah. That and then uh, I did hear someone tell me that uh, when you get fat tires, since they're more for like off-roading or snow, it, that you get less miles per gallon. Yes, that is very true. Ugh. I know. All right. So I'm out now for fat tires. You're out for fat tires. Now I know why no one ever offers me the fat tires. You ever see those trucks on the street where they're super high off the ground because they have giant tires? Yes. Like, I mean, giant tires. Yes. That doesn't seem legal. I don't know that it is, to be quite honest with you. So how do they not get pulled over? Well, I guess it's the same thing. If, as long as no one pulls you over, if the cops don't want to be bothered, I don't know. I would think it'd be a giant nuisance. Right, because well, every time you go out, there's a potential. Yes. Like, if I was a cop, I'd want to be a pain in the ass. Like, right now, my clown my registration, not my registration, my, I need a new, I got to inspect my car. Yeah. It expired in July. Every time I go out, I can get a ticket if a cop just sees that the wrong number. Yeah. It's annoying. I think uh, I think that uh, I think you'd probably get a break because of coronavirus. But you're right. Every time you go out, you could potentially like when people go out with a headlight out, potentially get a oh, ticket 100%. for having a headlight out. That's a great reason for a cop to pull you over. But I think if uh, oh my gosh, my dog's that's when we up. got pulled over, me and you. Well, what were we doing? My headlight was out in Madeline. Oh, right, your headlight was out. Yeah, where are you gentlemen going at this hour? Right mm, to mm. work. Work. Hold on, Jerry. My dog just vomited. Can oh, you good move lord! Away from, move away from that girl. <laughs> what Jerry, um? What am I doing over here? I don't know. Can I shoot? There? Go that way, girl. I'm afraid she's going to eat it. Dogs eat their vomit. Wow. How's that working out for you? Da, 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 da. What men are coming over to your place today? <laughs> today, I've got my plumber's coming back, Jerry. He's got a. Uh, he's going to do the upstairs bathroom for me. Oh, by the way, speaking of men. We talked about Greg Anthony today. What type of prostitute was it? I guess it wasn't clear, but they made reference in the articles that it, that he liked uh, men who dressed as women prostitutes. Oh, okay. So different a different take on the prostitute game. You know what I say? To each his own. To each his own. That's what I say, Jerry. Mm. To each his own. Do whatever you want to do. Just yeah. don't, uh, don't be a jackass. I once put on a woman's nightgown. So what does that say about me? I thought I did it because I thought I was going to be hilarious, and it was not. It was. It turned out the, she did the 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 gal at the time, uh, my girlfriend uh, Cheryl was her name in uh, 1997. She went into the shower, and I thought this will be hilarious. I'll put on her nightgown with the <laughs> spaghetti string top. Did you have anything on underneath? Yeah, I had my my regular shorts on. Okay, but <laughs> but when I put it on. It was like it made my shoulders more muscular. Right, so you looking. liked it. <laughs> In a way, I liked it. And she uh, came out of the shower, and she was like, "That that's... I said, isn't it hilarious? No, that was not hilarious. And now my dog wants to eat her vomit. Whimsy, can you go, like, not eat your vomit? Ugh. A human would never think to eat their vomit. I wouldn't think so. Although I did hear a wild story about Duff McKagan, the um, Guns N' Roses bass player. Hold on, Jerry. Hold on. This is fascinating. Boy, his life has changed. He is now in charge of a dog that throws up at random times, has had diarrhea for three months, and this is what his life has become. Barking during the show. I think we all need to be back in studio is what I need. But that's not happening anytime soon. I actually had to run and get a paper towel to cover the vomit because she wants to eat it. Get out of there. I mean, it is delicious chicken, Jerry. Oh, God, shut up. Get out, get out, get out. Oh, so Duff McKagan, I was yes. telling you this story. Uh, I heard him tell it on the Jim Rome show a number of years ago. He he was a very bad alcoholic. And he said that when he would drink so much and then he would throw up that he would... Yeah, you told yeah, me this story. To, to, to get even more to make sure he didn't waste the alcohol to get the alcohol back in the system i mean that is a wild story oh, do you feel bad is he still alive he is he's but actually does 
really great. And, and it reminded me of that because I saw he was on another podcast where he talked about that he was at his worst drinking one gallon of vodka a day. Oh, my God. How, yeah. is he, how are you alive with that? I don't know, but he's uh, been in recovery for a number of years now and is doing great. And okay. he actually, I, I, I think I told you at the time, too, uh, when he called into the Jim Rome shows when he had a, a book out a number of years ago. Right. He said that uh, sports radio got him that, you know to what? get him straight. Yeah, you told me this story. Because it gave him a schedule. Like, he would get up, he would listen to certain sports radio shows that right. he was into right. all day long. And it was like, it regimented his day. And I it could made see it that. easier for him to get clean. Yeah, I could see that. You need you need the distraction to get out of your routine. Yes. And for some people, they don't have that. And I feel right. bad for Pace. So if that's good for sports radio, that's great. Right. I just sent you a photo, the uh, situation in the studio right now. Okay, let me see this. Uh, you texted The it to table me? with the monitor is completely fallen. <laughs> and I'm holding it up with my leg right now. All right, here it is. <laughs> well, what, I, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. By the way, Alvaro was here today. Is that right? Yes. Does he dress like a professional, even though no one's in the building? No, he's not in a suit or anything. He had his he's mask, not. and you know, he's like casual. I would say casual, like a casual business Friday, casual, like business casual. Yeah, okay. that's probably a good way to put it. All right. I think even business. I think even casually, he dresses nicely. Like I would bet, even like on a Saturday morning, right? He's running out to the store. He's right. Dressed in nice pants and shoes and that sort of thing. I could see that. That makes sense. I had a nice conversation with him about youth baseball. Is that right? Oh he's, yes, because he's got the niece uh, nephews. Nephews played play. at the same field last week that we played at last night. Is, oh really? That's bizarre. Where? Uh, Lawrence Harbor. Lawrence. Har- oh, where the strip club is. Uh, yes. The Gogo Rama. That Gogo Rama in, in Lawrence Harbor. Yeah, we were. A matter of fact, we weren't more than a mile from there. Oh, very close. Hmm. We didn't stop in. I don't know. Girls there right now? No. I know I drive by that centerfolds all the time in uh, Neptune. Yes. And they still have the sign that uh, the see you soon sign. Right. uh, See you soon might be 2025 at this point. Right. (laughs) See you soon. Our current dancers are not even of age yet because the time they get uh, that we'll be able to dance again. Could you imagine you're 23, you're a dancer, and you figure, you know what? I can do this for the next six, seven, eight years. Crushing it, making all sorts of cash. Maybe I could do it in my early 30s, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how old, I don't know really how old the turnover is for that right. profession. And they can make a fortune for the next nine years. Like, what's going to stop me? Coronavirus. Right. <laughs> right. I've had enough, dude. I have had enough of this. It's enough with the coronavirus. God. Anyway. Yeah, so I have a plumbers coming today, Jerry. And uh, I think that's it. All right. Well, then you, then you enjoy your day with the plumber. Go, I'm going to go pick up my car. Why don't you get lunch and you guys have lunch together? Me and the plumber? Yeah. He's Friends very nice. He's forever. a. I found him. He's a listener to the show. Yeah, you told me that. Uh, Matt the plumber. That's what he's in my phone. How do you how do you pronounce How do you spell that? D-A-P-L-U-M-M-E-R? Yeah, Matt the plumber. The plumber. The plumber. <laughs> Belmar Plumbing, if I may give them a plug. You just did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he wanted to put a urinal into my place, but when he was over here yesterday, I said, "Do you think we could get a urinal in here?" He goes, "No, this is very small." Did you see the very st- small? Speaking of that, well, not really speaking of that, but did you see the story in the post about the man who fell through a floor? Yes, and was about to go through. Right, you saw that, but because he, he was so large, it saved him from going down a well. Oh no, I did not see that. I saw a difference over a man falling through something. Man fell through a floor, was okay. about to go through a well, and probably would have died. But his waistline lodged him. Wow! So in being the well. o- obese saved his life. Saved his life. Yeah, I was in China. Wow, China, <laughs> China. Yeah. What is how does Trump say it? China. 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 <laughs> Use it. You put on the er. China. China. Yeah. And I blame China. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right, let's do it. I'll see Because I've tomorrow. got vomit to clean up here and uh, things to do. Sounds good. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on a Thursday. You're filling in for Boomer again. Bo- uh, you and Gio will be talking all sorts of sports. We'll see you on the warm-up at 5, but warm-up next. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN, 
Now it's a tie. All right, we got 5.04 on a, what do we call it, Wednesday morning. I am in New York City. Al Duke's down the Jersey Shore. He's about 45 minutes from the sun rising over the Atlantic Ocean, at which point he gets a little lazy and starts staring out the window if he's not walking his dog. Until then, though, we say good morning, Al. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. How has New York City been? Do you feel safe walking from your car to your work? Well, it's an interesting question, and if you interrupt me here, I'm not going to hear it because Eddie went out to get my headset. So uh, okay. with that having been said, I will tell you this. I parked the car today around the corner, um, and usually when I park where I parked, hold on, put the mask on. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. Uh, usually where I park, um, I walk down the block on King Street, and all is good, and there really hasn't been anybody there. Matter of fact, it has been quite, quite quiet, if you will. I do have headsets. I can hear you now. Um, today, however, Al, the last time you were here, you had all the construction in front of the building, correct? You saw correct, that? Correct, yep. Okay, that, by the way, has been extended now towards Charlotte. Uh, Ch- was it Charlotte? Charlton. Not Charlotte? Yeah, Charlton. Uh, whatever. I don't know. Um, that's in front of that old restaurant. So the construction is like for blocks now. So I'm coming down King, and I get to the construction area where the light is, where I would now make a little left onto the sidewalk to walk into the building, and there was a homeless man there that was singing Shania Twain. Oh, what song? Uh, Let's Go Girls, that song. Yeah. And so... Man, I feel like a woman, he was and it's Yes, and it's funny because I heard him, like I heard it, I didn't know where it was coming from, and then it stopped, and then I... Made my left, and bam, there he was. And he's like, have a fine day, sir. Uh, okay, you did too, you, sir. Did you tell him you enjoyed the Shania Twain I did not. I did not say anything to him. Uh, I just said, have a good day as well, sir. He did not ask me for money. But I got to tell you, it was uh, a little startling because he was kind of nestled by the construction wood. And um, I don't want to say hiding, but kind of hiding. Right. A little freaky. So to answer your question, normally so he, no he, one today, someone. He wasn't hiding to scare you. He happened to be there, and it appeared like he was hiding. He was just hanging out. At, okay. And I got here early today for me. I mean, Eddie's here earlier, but I was here by 3, 3.40. Yeah. So 3.40 in the morning, he was just hanging out singing Shania Twain. I just hear that New York City is much scarier than it used to be, and it used to be scary. I'll tell you so what. So I'm empty. wondering. It's empty. There's no one But that's here. bad, too. If someone clubs you over the head and it's empty, no one could call 911 for but you. Yes, but what I do, to, however, is I park on the avenue where there is life, and then I walk down the middle of the street, and there's a security guard on the street, as you yeah. know. Yeah, we've done that move before. You yeah. and I, when we parked farther away, we walk in the middle of the middle street. Middle of the road. Absolutely. I'm not getting that on the sidewalk out of your mind. Right. On the sidewalk, some, someone could be hiding in a bush. Correct. Behind a uh, fire hydrant. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You never know, Jerry. So walking in the middle of the street, plus on the sidewalk, rats. In the middle of the street, you feel like you got some running room. Today was rat-free, I must say. Last time I was here was last week or the week before, I forget, maybe two weeks ago. And I walked almost into a cat-sized rat. Oh. Today, nothing. Pretty clear. And you are in for Boomer the rest of the week, thus you are in the studio. This is what I'm told. All right. I was watching uh, the Yankee game yesterday while I had uh, plumbers here uh, putting in uh, toilet. What the hell time were they there at? The game was well, at 7 p.m. It was. It was at 7 p.m. Well, the flooring guys got here a little later than usual. Get your car uh, back. Uh, no, that's coming back tomorrow. Okay. Or today. Today. Yeah, okay. I got a lot going on over here, Jerry. <laughs> I know you do. So I had a f- I had flooring dudes here. Then I had a p- uh, plumber here, two plumbers. They were putting in my toilet and hooking up the sink and all that fun stuff, and then realized that uh, there was a, a pipe leaking behind the wall. Oh, no. That I believe got nicked when the new molding went went in. Uh-oh. for the Yeah. So we had to open up the wall last night, Jerry. No, how, what time they leave? <laughs> they left here at uh, 8.30. <laughs> you must have been a pleasure. Oh, I actually was fine because the guys the guys were doing yeoman's work, whatever okay. that means. I hear that. It just ruins uh, your you know your whole routine. My routine was definitely thrown off. Dog's routine thrown off. But I also felt like I'm watching the Yankee game while these guys are doing man work. Like true. Men. You were doing a like, manly thing watching a ball game. <laughs> that's true. I wasn't watching like some girl show. You no, know you should have done. You should have chewed some tobacco while you were watching the oh, game. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> guys want to chew? <laughs> start smoking some Marlboro Reds. <laughs> A can of Budweiser. What are you guys? What are you guys into doing? The problem for you though is in the past you would smoke the Marlboro Reds to pick up a chick. Right. Maybe you want to pick him up. Who knows? 
Which How is you fine. plumbers doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was quite a scene here, though, Jerry. So I'm watching the Yankees. They're up 5 nothing. My walls are being opened up. Yankees are up, I think, uh, 8 nothing at one point, putting the walls back together. But all this stuff. Then I go to bed. And I wake up this morning. The Yankees won 9-6. They, yes, they did. They were up 8 nothing, Jerry. They were, I consider yeah. I consider that a loss. They took the Aaron Judge out of the game. That's not a loss. At the I'm end of the day, it they as won. Loss, Dude, it, they could have won nine. Not impressed. They could have won twelve eleven. When we get and we get to the sixty games, that's yeah. a win. Scratch it off. Move on. And you're right. They took Aaron Judge out of the game, and I guess people were fearful that Aaron here's Judge why. was injured. Well, yeah, and here's why people were also angry listening to JJ a little bit driving oh. in. He is a young kid. He's got nine home runs. Hit another last night. They were off Monday. They're off Thursday. They haven't played all year. Let them play. Right. I agree. Right, let's let I them totally hit some agree. more home runs. I agree. I, I'm with the fans on this one. On the fan. All on the fan. On the fan. Yes. Fan. I agree with that too then, Jerry. Right. 60-game season. You want to get as many home runs as you can. Plus, I mean, you paid good money for the ticket to see him play. Right. Those cardboard cutouts, Jerry. That. What if that's the one game they go to? Right. And Aaron Judge gets pulled from the game. Hey, speaking of that, is that Fred Wilpon – in the front row by the on-deck circle. Remember how um, we were talking – who was it last week that we had with the – whatever. Was it Fred Will? It was Connie Mack at the Phillies game the other day. Yeah. Is that a cardboard cutout of Fred Wilpon at, at City Field? Um, have you noticed that? I have not noticed that. I can't tell. I just I don't Googled it and think it is, came up. But I can't tell. Well, if nothing came up, it probably isn't then. It's oh. right by the Mets on-deck circle. <laughs> there's an old guy, then yeah. there's another cardboard cutout, and then there's a guy that looks like Fred Wilpon. And I'm thinking, boy, you know, you own the team. Isn't it enough? But There's an old him, guy so. with an old guy sitting next to an older guy. Yeah, and the old, the first old guy is next to a girl who looks like uh, like Shirley Temple. She's got red hair, mm-hmm. um, young girl, and then the old guy, another person, and then I, I thought Fred Wilpon, but maybe not. One of the teams should just do all black and white photos from fans from like the 1920s. In suits. Yeah, in suits and those Dick Tracy hats. You, that would actually be a pretty cool idea. <laughs> And they'll wear wear their old uniforms. I like that idea. Mm. Oh, you so throwback oh, uniforms, oh. right? Yeah, and then throwback photos. Yes, for cutouts. Yes, that's not to. And then, oh, we can get really clever. All right, here. this would be neat too. Make the broadcast in black and white. Yeah, that I like. You, you know what? We'd watch that and hire one of those old time broadcasters. You're available. <laughs> well, look at him. Look at him. Take a. <laughs> that's a double in the gap. <laughs> And we got to tell the guys to run really fast. <laughs> yeah, speed up the video. <laughs> That's right. That's funny. Mm. It's a great idea. And your boy Giancarlo Stanton, they say out three to four weeks. Yes, That's Eddie, like pay- Eddie paid season. me today. Thank you very much. Eddie paid you cash. Uh, cash, cash. He gave me cash. Give me cash. Yes, so cash, you- cash. Give me cash. So let's see. You Venmoed me, Boomer, yeah. G, and Bob. That's four. Eddie, who am I waiting for? Lepresti, Cee-Lo. and then what about oh, Fleegelman? He- Doesn't he owe me money? Fleegelman, yeah, he's in too, right? He is in. All right. He did get a uh, injury. He did pull an injury. He didn't even pull an injury from the hat. He got. He was the one guy who got to pick his injury. That's right. So I'm still owed forty bucks. Nice. And he he left, and he's not back till next oh, week. So. Well, he said Venmo. He said, "Suck it, Jerry. You no, didn't no, get no, nothing. No, no, no. no. I, we will text Mr. Fliegelman right now. <laughs> you owe me twenty bucks. Venmo it. Here's my Be- Venmo <laughs> name. <laughs> Biatch. So you right. got it from G. You got it from Boomer. Yeah, that's what I said. Everybody else is uh, paid. Why did a purchase just go through on my debit card? Nice. Because you bought something, Jerry. Jerry, who would you pick as the Yankee? That's Shania no, no, I Twain. just got an alert. <laughs> that Shania no, Twain fan <laughs> just bought a coffee. Where's my card? Wow, how weird. I just got an alert for an unusual purchase. Yeah. yeah. It's 5.12 in the morning, and I'm sitting here in a studio. I wonder what this person purchased with your card. I don't know. I'm going to check right now. Yeah. Meantime, what else? Jerry, who would you give the Yankee player of the game? Luke Voigt hit a three-run homer, but that was so early it didn't really count. Judge had a home run, but it was just an RBI, one R, you know, a solo homer. Mike Ford, three RBIs. I think I, I'm picking Mike Ford for Yankee player of the game for when we do I that segment. I think Ford, segment. Or, Ford or Voigt. Thank you there, um, Lepresti. He just paid. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, either one's fine. That's whatever. But the Voigt home run turned out to be uh, nothing. Three-run homer and... Three run they all blast. count. It's all part yeah. of something. I like when it means something, though, like, t- you know, towards the middle of the end of the game. I was all for it. Listen, when the Yankees were up 8 nothing 
and I was getting plumbing done, and and I always like to think ahead, Jerry. I'm always thinking of the show, Yankee player of the game. I went, Luke Voigt had the blast three-run homer, got this whole thing started. Then I wake up, I'm going Mike Ford. That's fair. I know. I think either Jerry, way, you're fine. He's Ford tough. He's Ford. You know what I liked about that? Uh, Sweeney does the uh, the post-game highlights, and it was funny how he's like, you know, in the, the blast of the game by Mike Ford. Brought to you by Subaru or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded funny, actually. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, either way you go is fine. I mean, you want to say that uh, Ford, because he gave him the, uh, the the ninth run, great. And he had a good game, done. Also, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Plus, I also feel like certain guys, when uh, I don't always like to give it to, it's always like player of the game, Aaron Judge. Right. You know, I, when when another guy steps up, like a Mike Ford, I like to put him in the spotlight, Jerry. I want him to hear his name on the radio when he's driving. You want him to hear his name on the radio? Yeah, I want, <laughs> I want Mike Ford to tell his family. You know, I was listening to the warm up with Al and Jerry, <laughs> and I heard them say Mike Ford, and it was then that I knew I made it. Not playing in Yankee Stadium, not being called up to the majors, but hearing my voice or hearing my name. On the very prestigious 5 to 6 a.m. warm-up show with Al and Jerry. You're such a fool. <laughs> you really are. What do I have? I need another quick one before the break here, Jerry. How about how about this one? I'm mm. looking at Now, I didn't see the ninth inning. Okay. I was long asleep. Yeah. How about Zach Britton? A six-pitch six ninth inning save. No. Strikes out Travis Darno. Gets right. Freddie Freeman. Gets Marcel Ozuna. Lights out. Six pitches. Save Dunsky. Well, now is he going to be player of the game? I mean, what do we, what uh, what do I do here now? Now I'm going to have to contemplate. <laughs> I always give it to the hitters anyway. But Chad Zach Green. Is. Hey, what happened to Aroldis Chapman? I know he had coronavirus like weeks ago. Is, I, you know what? What's his story? Still working his way back. I don't know. Still working his way back. He and probably think... lost 0.01% of muscle mass, so he's in the gym <laughs> doing cur- more curls, so he's fully ripped. I would think he was. I would probably think he gained more muscle when he was out. With coronavirus? Probably. What else was he doing? Imagine if he comes back, no muscles. I'll be like, holy crap, this coronavirus eats your muscles. Yeah, you better tell him to start doing push-ups during uh, commercial breaks. Yeah, I do push-ups. I do curls, Jerry. It's uh, giving me a whole new no, lease on band line. curls. Band curls, yeah. yeah. Not the same, but I do but feel still muscles. But re- still good resistance. Yeah, and I do feel I do feel my muscles returning. I would agree. Unlike, I, I, used to, I was starting to look like a veal. Or feel like a veal when they to put those veals in the yours. box. <laughs> I do still have a say. I do nothing for my butt. Why don't you do squats? Uh, Why'd you do? Oh, that's a great idea oh, today. Oh. How about this? Because you shouldn't do the same thing every day. Oh, today, during commercial breaks, 20 squats. <laughs> I won't be able to walk tomorrow. No, yeah, you will. How many commercial breaks do we have? 12 for a show? We do 12. Right? So that'd, no, be we do, yeah. that'd be 240 uh, squats. I, I think that's do, a great idea. I only do my exercises for the first 10. I, I take the last two breaks off as, All I, right, so as that's a reward. 200 squats. <laughs> and then take the last two off and stuff your face with uh, protein bars. <laughs> we got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Al has something. I'm not sure exactly sure what, do. but it's going to be outstanding. Oh, it's the best stuff ever. And then uh, we got G joining us at 6 here G. on The Fan. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. All right, 524. Great to have you with us. The warm-up show until 6. And then joined by Greg Giannotti. Al Dukes, you had quite the eventful day yesterday. What else? I had multiple men over my home last night, Jerry. Not by the way, is your leak fixed? <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. So, yeah, he. Uh, but now I'm going to be uh, having to fix the, uh, what do you call it? Hole the, in the wall? Well, it's not a hole in the wall. He cut out a square, which right. was nice. So you got to spackle that bag up? Is that what you do? You just spackle the. You the, cut it in the piece line? of sheet rock. You put it in. You spackle it up. Tape it. You're good to go. But he already had like the, he put back the piece that he cut out. Nice. So then I just spackle that. Probably I would I would no, I have to see exactly no what he idea. did. Yeah. Like do I have to call like a sheet rock guy for that? Or you could try. I'm gonna try it. Google it. You'll be fine. I am YouTube gonna Google it. it. YouTube it. Google it. Yeah. I told you right now with YouTube you could learn how to build a house. I'm with I'm with Gio on this though. Like I don't I, I'm so bad at attempting anything that when I do the smallest thing, I feel like wow, I really accomplished something. Right. So like when like at the end of the at the thing where the guy's like, uh, "Do you have a toilet seat for this toilet?" I'm like, "You know what? I, I got that. Let me. I'll handle it. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Where's the <laughs> hole in the wall? It's uh, down where the pipe leads from the uh, hole, from the wall to the toilet. 
that no, so you bottom can't hide there. it. So you can't really hide it with a picture. No, but I could like put something down uh, here. See, there. you're fine. Who cares? It's you're a right. perfect it's place a, a to practice too. Right. I'm gonna spackle, Jerry. Then paint. Then whatever. Then you'll feel like a real man. Yeah. Then I'll bra- brag about it on uh, Twitter and uh, that sort of thing. Nice. Well, you gotta take a before and after picture. Uh, yes. <laughs> Before, well, unless it looks really terrible after, then I won't uh, do anything. Of course, with you will. More attention, and then you uh, can tell uh, tell us about it, like Grease Man. A spackle. in a spackle, Waldulene. <laughs> I was swinging lead. That's stupid. I was slinging lead. But he, you know, you were asking me the other day in the podcast, yeah, about talk shows in the past. Yes, great talk that show I missed. hosts. And so you bring up the Grease Man. He was on uh, K Rock for a while. Yeah, they right? forced him. They, Wh- they, whatever. They forced uh, K-Rock to put the Grease Man on at I, night. I remember listening to him thinking, what the hell is this? Me too. And yet I found myself intrigued every night listening to him because it was just so out there. Back then, like I was such a Howard Stern lunatic that if you were not Howard Stern, I automatically hated you. And I thought you were a ripoff and that sort of thing. That right. was my, my thinking by then. But I remember putting the Grease Man on. It was like it was like jungle noises behind him. It was like, yes. I'm a, I was swinging lead in the jungle. What, did you leave? <laughs> like, what the hell is this? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's number one in Washington, D.C. Really? Why? <laughs> and yet I found myself listening to him. See, you listened to the Grease Man. I, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Doug Tract was his real name. Oh, then okay. He, he got in trouble for saying crazy things on the radio is that multiple true? times. So yeah. is he off the radio these days? He is off the radio. Okay. Yeah. was not aware of that. Yeah. Google it. Google it. I, I Jerry, believe you. I'm fine. The Knicks have hired uh, the first addition to Tom Thibodeau's staff, a fellow by the name of Kenny Payne. Whom I've never heard of, but he's got Kentucky on his resume. So Associate like, head coach at Kentucky. I oh, believe. so I'm like, great hire. That's a non-basketball guy saying that, Jerry. As soon as I see Kentucky, I'm like, I'm good. Sure. But it, it, it reminded me to uh, give a heads up. I don't often say tell you somebody who I find humorous on Twitter because most people are terrible on Twitter. But there is a guy who runs a Twitter account called Dolan J. Trump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And the his profile picture is is James Dolan with Donald Trump's hair. Oh boy! And it's a parody account, obviously. You're kidding, really? But he tweets about the Knicks the same way that Donald Trump tweets. It's very funny. I can imagine it is. So he'll do like you know, like Trump randomly will do "Make America Great Again." They just randomly tweet that. Right. This guy randomly tweets "Make the Knicks Great Again." <laughs> then so then yeah, and then he does like. The thing Trump does where he quote tweets a tweet and comments on it. Right. So uh, yesterday, uh, is it Stefan Bondi? Stefan Bondi, I believe. Stefan Bondi. I believe. Stefan Bondi tweets, uh, heard Kenny Payne is getting over $1.5 million with the Knicks. And Dolan Trump tweets, wages are way up. (laughs) I do like this guy. So check out his Twitter. Yeah. you're not interested, Dolan J. J. <laughs> nice. Trump. He has eleven thousand followers. I don't look at Twitter very often. But this he? would, but but in the midst of all terrible things on Twitter, make me laugh. This is funny. Okay, good. and he photoshops a lot, like of that that Dolan head with the Trump hair into <laughs> that, other photos. That I find funny. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. All right, I will check that out. Check that out, Jerry. Speaking of Got the any Trump, mama jokes today. <laughs> uh, I may have a couple. I'm Speaking sure you do. of uh, the Trumpster. Oh, this idiot. He uh, wants to play uh, college football. He wants it to play, and uh, he he wants to see the NFL play as long as they don't kneel. Well, that's not going to happen. Of course it's not going to happen. They're gonna, uh, there's got to be players that kneel. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. course there are. Yeah. Now, the Big Ten and Pac-12 said they're not playing football. Pac-12 isn't playing basketball either until, Jan- right? at, until January at the earliest. January. They had the Pac-12 yesterday, which I think kind of went under the radar. People didn't even notice. They canceled all sports until January 1st at the earliest. Is that right? Yeah. That's disturbing because, you know, you got, you know, you're hoping. See, here's the thing with football. It's a lot of dudes. It's so many Lots guys of on dudes. it. Is, I mean, you're talking rosters of 100 kids at these big schools. It's it's a big undertaking. I get it. Basketball, though, to me, you got 16 guys, much uh, much lighter coaching staff. You don't have 50 guys on your coaching staff. I feel like you can 
have a better handle on where everybody is, what they're doing. You can get them tested because listen, the kids want to play, especially basketball. They want to, I mean, they want to play all the sports, but I think in basketball, if a lot of kids aren't on campus, it's the same thing like December is for them anyway, every year, which goes back to Kevin Willard's comments about a month ago from Seton Hall. Um, to hear that the Pac-12 isn't going to even try basketball until January, oof. I mean, you know, how how soon or how far away are we from other colleges that are saying, you know what, the hell with 2021, let's come back next September. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. And the ACC and the SEC said they are playing football. And the Big 12, too, I think. And the Big 12. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess they'll just play each other. Let me say, not to have, because we really don't want this to turn into a coronavirus conversation. Oh, I do. But I love corona. in regards to sports and life and all that, if for the latest like poll I read was like 60% of Americans say they wouldn't take the vaccine when it comes out. <laughs> right. Okay, great. You don't want to take it. Don't take it. That's your choice. Then what? Like if we're not going to take it and it's not going yeah, what away, are we waiting for? at some point we need to learn how to live with it. You're right? right, Jerry. Yes. I mean, because what's the alternative? Keep canceling things and keep having businesses go out. I know we got to keep people safe. I understand. So some, somewhere along the way, we need to figure out a safe way to live with this virus among us if we're not going to take the vaccine and it doesn't just leave like I think most people were hoping. I feel like if I was governor of a state, because I feel the governors can run their own state, right? Yeah. The federal government only steps in if there's real trouble. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I was a governor, I'd probably be like, you know what? Starting tomorrow, let's all act normal like nothing happened and we'll ignore it. And then what happens, what happens if and you could do that for sure, well, but be you thrown, better have a plan in place. Then I'd be thrown out of office. Probably. Well, probably. I mean, just remember what the hospitals were like in March and April. Mm. You know, I feel I actually feel like what we've done has made sense and I'm good with it. You then are. I go out sometimes. I have people that send me pictures because I coach this, you know, youth baseball. I get pictures sent to me. Where's the social distancing? Where are the masks? And I get pictures nonstop. No one wearing masks. I, <laughs> I tell you, I don't know. I don't know. That said, I think we're doing the right thing. In the we need to get the restaurants open, though. Yeah, I don't know why we can't space tables out six to ten feet and at least open. If you're a restaurant, everything's fine right now because we've had enough nice. Day. Not everything's not fine. I don't mean it to say it that way, but at least you have you, you're generating revenue. You have business if you can create the outdoor space. Well, what happens when it's forty eight degrees? Yeah, no one's sitting outside in November. Or, or 90 degrees or rainy. Well, no, or windy. Right. rainy, yes. 90 degrees, people are still out. People, They are. And it's weird because you see them under tents. I'm like, God, you got to be sweating. But people still want to go out and do it. I don't know what you do when the weather gets cold. If you can't open, there's going to be nowhere to go. We're going to be right back where we were in March. Solo where it's takeout stove. only. Solo yeah, everyone stove gets a solo fine. stove under their seat. I guess, listen, you can have those heat and lamps. Yeah, those do work. They but do work. To a point, if you it's know, a little windy. Oh, 48 Oofa. degrees and wind, it's freezing out. Yeah, I'm a wuss as soon as the... the You're getting that comment right there. As soon as the weather gets a little <laughs> chilly or a little warm. <laughs> it's not perfect, 72 degrees outside. Oh, I know. You know, it's funny. I actually, I was cold in the house the other day, and I went to the thermostat. Now, we keep the house at 72 year-round. I don't nice. change it. We just go from heat to air conditioning. We do open windows, though, in the spring and the fall, because I do like fresh air, unlike yourself. God, you live by the beach. How do you not open up the windows? I don't well, I understand. I get it. I walk outside. I get God, fresh air. I know, but that fresh air coming through the condo, it sounds sticky. awesome to me. It's not sticky. God. Anyway, um, <laughs> the other day I was freezing in the house. I go over. The thermostat was at 67 degrees. Well, that's Eddie's temperature. Well, who the hell put that out? So I ask, you know, my wife and my two kids, and they're all looking at me like, no, we didn't touch it. Well, just mysteriously went from 72 yeah. to 67. Big difference. And then I went to 72. It was hot. Exactly. No good. I'm a 71 guy. Eddie's a 66 guy. I, I thought you were a 69 guy. 60. That's way too cold for me. That's too cold for you? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold, your, hold your thought. It's 534. <laughs> I have a question about a hockey game after this break, oh, Cherry. there we go. A hockey oh, oh. tease. We're going to talk hockey in just a moment. A My guess is it's going to involve the lightning. Yeah. And the Columbus Blue Jackets. It is. That's next confused. on the warm-up show on the fan. Alan Jerry, now offering curbside delivery. I hate when the music does that. That was uh, a little delayed there, but that's all right. 20 in front of 6. They call it hump day. It's Wednesday. Day. And before the break, Al said something that I don't think he's ever said before. He wants to talk hockey afterwards. 
What do you want to talk about, Mr. Dukes? Five I w- overtimes? I was very confused by what happened in this uh, Tampa Lightning uh, 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 Columbus Blue Jackets game. All right. You know I'm a headline-reading guy, Jerry, yes, right? Yes, okay. I do. So I read, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and Columbus Blue Jackets play a six-hour, five-overtime game. Right. But Why when I was confusing. Well, because when I was reading the story, it said the 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 winning goal came at 150 minutes into the game. Right. But 150 minutes would only be two hour, two and a half hours. This it's is a six hour period. <laughs> no, it's it's game it's game time. Still, do you tell me there was four hour four uh, three and a half hours of nonsense? Well, yeah, p- from puck stop, from play yeah. stoppages to commercials That's to confused. intermissions. Yeah, of course. There was no way anyone watched that entire game. Of course, a there six were. Hour yes, there game. were. Yes, there were. <laughs> yes, there were. There definitely were. You think Hockey Boomer fans was are nuts, dude? You yes, think Boomer were. was locked in on that? I think it's very possible. I don't know what Boomer's plans were for yeah. this week. Why he's not working these three days? But if he was just home and off, hundred percent, he watched every minute of it. Not even a day. he lives for the NHL playoffs. I'm telling you, when, when when word came down that the Rangers won that draft lottery the other night, Monday night at my cornhole league, dude, you could feel like you could you could hear everybody talking about it. Hockey fans are nuts, and you it's could, awesome. You could feel like the you electricity. Could hear everybody talking about it, and the people were coming up to me, you know, well, damn Rangers. Like it, within within a five to ten minute span, there was more hockey talk at that at that league than there has been on this radio station in six months. Six hours, Jerry. Yeah. And you know what? If it was the Rangers, Ranger fans would have been all up into it. And then if you lose, it's crushing. So the Lightning won that game. So the Blue Jackets crushing. You yes. just played Greg's, for six hours. And Greg's favorite announcer had the uh, the game winner in Tampa. So I'm sure Lepresti will bring that to us at some point. Who's his morning. favorite announcer? Is it Dave Mishkin? Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Dave Mishkin. That's not right. Eddie's staring at me blankly. Yep, it is. I think that's him. You're correct, Jerry. Dave Mishkin. Yeah. And Phil Esposito, I believe, is on that Phil call Esposito as well. Esposito is he still kinda, down? Yeah, he is, yeah. Terry, when I was doing Sports Talk in Tampa in 1995, we used to have Phil Esposito as a guest to talk lightning. Get him on this morning. 95, that's He's got to be exhausted, though. Yeah. Hey, Phil, Al Dukes here from the <laughs> Boomer and Geo Show. How are you? We used to book you 37 yeah. years ago. I used to book you on the TJ Reeves show in the afternoon. <laughs> Where's Can you TJ come on? these days? <laughs> TJ's still working uh, Buccaneers broadcasts. Oh, I mean, if you think about that career in life yeah. he's had. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Still doing Buccaneers games. Unbelievable. Jerry, have enough. Who's the guy I interned with, Eddie, that's down there in Tampa? What's, I'm blanking out. He's... Bubba the Love Sponge. Tom Krasnicki. <laughs> he went to not Bubba the Love Sponge. TK is, uh, is still working. So Tom Krasnicki, me and Erica were in the same intern class, and we all got hired at the same time, but Tom got like air work in Florida relatively quickly and has never come home. And he's like living it up in Tampa and has since like 1999. That's yeah. a pretty strong intern class with three air personalities. That was a good class. Yeah. And he's very proud of that one. He should be. He put it together with uh, Eric Spitz. Jerry, the um, Oakland A's have been uh, – well, the, the, the MLB has come down on the Oakland A's and the Houston Astros for Ramon Laureano yep. charging into the Astros Alex dugout Cintron. for Astros hitting coach Alex Cintron. Now, Laureano got six-game suspension. Yeah. Cintron got 20 Good, games. Because he instigated it. He instigated it. Yes. Now, we had heard that the reason that Ramon Laureano charged the dugout was because uh, Alex Cintron said something about his mama. Right. And you were doing a whole bunch of your mama no, you jokes were doing yesterday, those yesterday. And turns out none of those were correct. Now, I did hear a rumor that the joke. You heard joke, a rumor? Yeah. One of the baseball writers, speed writers, was, was John reporting. Heyman. I don't know if it was Heyman. I don't know who to give credit to, but he said that. Uh, Evidently, that Cintron yelled at uh, Ramon Laureano, your mom is so fat when she stepped on its scale, it said one person at a time, please. That's not been, you know, no one's proved that that was what it, what he said uh, in particular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was also, um, <laughs> Trump, so I'm skimming through these, Jerry, and some of these are very, uh, very nasty, so I don't want to say them. All right, hold on. Let me get this one. This is show prep one. right here, folks. This is show prep. All right, that's all I got. I only got that one. The other ones are. The other ones will get me fired. 
All right, let me give you one Smart. more. Oh, great. Let me give you one more. Tomorrow, that... the warm show with me and CeeLo. <laughs> let me give you one more really good one. Um, hmm. Now, I had heard that uh, Ramon Laureano, Jerry, that he charged the mound because uh, the Astros, uh, he charged the dugout, yes. I'm sorry, you're right, uh, because the Astros hitting coach, Alex Cintron, said to him, uh, your mom is so ugly. When her house was being robbed, the robber took off his mask and made her wear it. And that's the type of thing, Jerry, that will get a guy to charge and look for a fist fight. Are you done? Right, well, I might have one I more. I feel like I'm in fourth grade right now. <laughs> Would you ever get into a mama, your mama joke battle? I don't think I did. I've seen them. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't remember. You've I, seen I, mama I joke really battles. Don't, yeah, we because we every grade had pranksters. And, yeah, you know the the class clown that would always come, you know, with those types of jokes from his older brother. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I heard them. I don't remember ever getting into one of those though. Did you ever used to buy those joke books? No, I didn't. But my younger son, we've got them for him because he's one of those dopes. But they're the one-liner jokes or the ones that yeah. were like paragraphs. No, long? more one-liners. One-liners. Totally tasteless jokes was yeah. a was a paperback book I used to get. I'm sure you did. Jerry, I want to give you a quick buzz. No buzz. Yeah, I like buzz, buzz. What's the buzz? All right, buzz, no buzz. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but we've already had episode one of Hard Knocks. No, you know what? I I hate that I'm going to say this. Yeah. Right now, for me, there's no buzz with the NFL. None. Same. Because I don't feel like they're going to play. Really? I don't. I hope, again, I hope like hell they do. And you know what? Maybe they'll figure out a way to play somehow. You know, what J.J. said this morning made sense. Come hell or high water, they're going to start the season, and if something happens within the first week or two, they'll pause it and maybe have to force some sort of a bubble scenario and push back the Super Bowl maybe a few weeks. Okay, fine. If that's the case, you're telling me that they've got contingency plans like that, I'd feel a lot better about it. Right now as I stand here, and I am standing, I I still feel like, some dope in the NFL offices is telling them, don't worry, the virus will be gone by kickoff. <laughs> and it's not going to be. And I just feel like you know, we have training camps open, but they're not practicing. What are they running around in helmets? We, it's, I don't, it just doesn't feel real to me. Well, you so, want to check because, out hard knocks then. Then you'll be able to uh, see I, what's going you know, on. I saw a couple of X. I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm not. And I love hard knocks. I'm in every year. I know yeah. people say it's so it's the same old, same old. I'm normally in. But on the episode last night, evidently Anthony Lynn revealed that uh, he had COVID-19. And I'm glad that he's doing okay. That's the Chargers head coach, Jerry, in case you didn't know. I, I know all the names and I, all the players. I did see that. I forget who it is. I saw the one excerpt of the one player who pretty much psyched himself out for the COVID test. The right. one that goes all the way in your nostrils. Yeah, but this one, I got to tell you, this didn't look bad. The nurse basically just swabbed his nose as opposed to, you know, shooting up near his eye. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look terrible because he said he'd had him before and it was really bad. She goes, I don't, we don't do it that way. And then she just kind of swabbed in a circular motion inside his nose, which why can't they all be like that? Right? You, you got to get the real germs, Jerry, and those are in the all the way up by your brain. Why can't we do a blood test? I'd rather just go have a give a blood test. Me too. I'd rather give blood too. You, or we, spit or the spit thing yes, that Rutgers has. That would be good too. The problem is I think you got to pay for that though. The spit test? Yeah. I think that's $109. And then if I, I get it and I'm negative, great. What what about 3 days later when I've been around other people? Like yeah. do we get tested every day? Every day. No, nah, the whole thing confusing. Did I, you see Giannis and Tenem Kupo. Giannis and Tenem Kupo. Did you see the headbutt last night? He got headbutted or he delivered no, a headbutt? No, he headbutted uh, Mo Wagner. On purpose? Yeah, pretty WWE much. WWE style? Yeah, really terrible. Check that out during the break and you tell me what you think. I never understood the headbutt because I always think, how does the headbutt not hurt Giannis and Tenem Kupo? <laughs> How does it not hurt him as well? He's delivering it, the headbutt. It probably does. I don't know. I, I don't know. I know in pro wrestling, you know. There's some give and take with that. So the headbutt, although I, I guess it could be like, you know how you could take a soccer ball off the head and if you hit it in the right spot, you don't feel it? Yes. I guess guys know how guys that know how to deliver a headbutt. Do you think a he, basketball player knows how to deliver a headbutt? I think a guy knows how to deliver a headbutt to the to somebody's face, I but guess. not to another head. Pretty crappy thing he did, though. I was, you know I was really was, surprised by it. You know who was great at the, You think he did it on purpose? Giannis Antetokounmpo. On top of the poopo. Boo. Boo. <laughs> uh, you know who was great at the headbutt? Uh, God rest his soul. Andre the Giant. Oh, but right. he had a giant head. There's no way you could headbutt Andre the Giant. 
Yeah, I wouldn't try. But those big wrestlers, they have no moves because they're so big. Like, he can't do a drop kick. He weighs 525 pounds. That's true. So you got to head do the headbutt. You do the big thing where you lift your leg up and the guy runs into your size 17 foot. How about uh, Timothy Lawawu Cabarro? You like him? I do like him as well. <laughs> He's on the nets. He had a good <laughs> game yesterday. They are unrecognizable, and they're playing awesome. It's really wild. Oh, I saw Damian Lillard had 61 he points. He did. Dame. Yeah, why do they call him Dame? That's his nickname, Dame. Oh. Dame Lillard. Dame. That was the headline. I saw that, you know, I'm a big headline reader. I saw Dame, 61 points. I go, Dame? <laughs> you were lost. It forced me to hit, uh, to click the story. <laughs> you actually had a I go, oh, Damian Lillard. All right, one final eight more, break. You know, Jerry, if he would have had only eight more points, he would have got 69. Final break. <laughs> and then we're joined by Greg at the top. But first, a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence digs deep into this whole no football and no sports in the fall situation with college sports. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes till we get you to 6 o'clock. Yankees won, Mets lost, Nets won. And yes, five overtimes last night for the Lightning to beat the Blue Jackets. Islanders play today. What else you got, Al? Jerry, there was a... Baseball game in Buffalo, New York yesterday. Yes, there was. I watched a little bit of it. The Toronto uh, Blue Jays, who are now the Buffalo. stupid lead in the ninth inning because you can't get the last damn out. Is that right? Yes. So they win 5-4. Yeah. And it was the first professional baseball game played in Buffalo in 130. Was it really a professional baseball game 135 years ago? Yes. What uh, kind of baseball were they 105, playing? 135, Al. I thought I saw 135. 1915 is different than 1895. Well, maybe one of you guys is incorrect. Let me re- well, don't I was me. Reading, I'm, I'm I was reading, to you guys. I was reading from an article. Would you read the headline and not read the article? No, I actually hit the uh, – I clicked the thing. Whatevs. It was at least 100 years ago. <laughs> well, 105. 100 years ago, 1920, was Babe Ruth. I mean, I'm all right with that. That's baseball. Now, I, now there has been no reports of people throwing each other through tables before this Blue Jays game in Buffalo. When do you think that started? The 1940s? The No, that had to start when extreme wrestling became popular, ECW. So the 1970s? No, I'm going to say the 19, I'm going to say the I'm going to say that the Buffalo Bills throwing people through tables started in the late 2000s. So that didn't happen during Jim Kelly's time. No, no chance. There were much Thurman Thomas then. was never no. thrown through a table. No, there's no one ever in the Thurman you guys Thomas lost four era. 4 years in a row. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when it started, but it was not going on when those professional when Marv Levy was at the helm, Jerry, that would never have happened. Not on his watch. But speaking of old guys, Lou Holtz. Uh-huh. And, oh, come right. on.